Good morning today, good morning. Today's daf is daf Nun Aleph. Today's shir is Le'ilu Nishmas Rochel ben Chaim HaKohen, Chaim ben Moshe Gedalia, Oret Ter Bas Gershon, Eliyahu ben Leon, and Elek ben Pevesh. May the Neshomas have an Aliyah, and may their memory be a blessing. And for Rufu Shleim of Michal ben Baila, they have a complete and speedy recovery. Um, okay, so we got up to the Mishnah towards the bottom of Nunamur Base, 50b. So the Mishnah says, Hamakadish Isu Obite, if a man does Kiddushin to a woman and her daughter, or Ishaba Choysa, or a woman and her sister, Ka'achas at once, Aino Mukudeshes, they are not married. How's, uh, what's, well, let's start, how, how do you do a Kiddushin at once? So you say, here's a, yes. here's a two. Yeah, two prutas for each of um, ma- um, to marry me, and you and then when as soon as the money is accepted, then it's they're married. Um, what's the problem with marrying a woman and a daughter or a woman right. and a sister? So those are one of the rayos. So he says, but the novel. So what's the novelty of our Mishnah? Is that it's if you do it ka'achas, there's no kiddushin at all. Not that it takes on one of them half, half or something, nothing happens. When you try and marry two people that you couldn't, we'll see the principle that that's based on in the Gomorrah. There was an incident with five Was there rash with the daughter or the sister? The woman? Both of them, the both of them. Well, the first one theoretically is permitted to you. The second one is a problem. Yeah. You can marry the daughter, but they're not her mother, or you could marry the mother and they're not the daughter. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, we're not speaking about someone like trying to marry their own sister or something like that. Soon out where the first woman is permitted, or oh, independently they both permitted. Sorry, I should have put it like yeah. Independently they both permitted, but when you try and marry them at once, nothing happens. That's the novelty. There was an incident with five women, and amongst them were two sisters. A person gathered a basket of figs belonging to them. And it was Shmita produce. We're going to see in the Gemara not tomorrow if you got the relevance of all these statements. For Om, that it was theirs and it was Shvi's, etc. For Om, and they said, Behold, all of you are married to me with this basket. And one of the women accept the basket on behalf of all of them. And the Chachomim say that two sisters are not married. Why? Because it's a kitushin that would fall on them at the same time, so they're not married. I mean, what's the source? Why? Why can't when you perform kitushin to two women at once? Why does it that on that on rayos? Why does it not take effect? So Omar Rami Bar Chama, Omar Pro Rami Bar Chama says from the following pasuk. Just note it's Rami Bar Chama because we're going to come back to him. The isha You shall not take a woman's sister. That will cause be a tzara to her. Um, that's the, the language for a co-wife is a tzara, someone who causes tzaras to each other. So you shouldn't take a woman's sister as it is now. The Torah Amra, how's he reading the pasuk? At the time that they are becoming tzaras, you can't take even one of them. So if you're trying to marry both of them, either they would be made tzaras. 
it wouldn't take effect. If you try to marry one of them, it would be effect, and then when you come to take the second one, okay, it wouldn't because it's Arias and it would be a Tzara. But then, so too, it says, Omar le Rava, Ihachi Hainu Dilsiv, Rava says, but then wait, what about the following Pasuk? It says at the end of the parish of Arias, you'll you will cut anyone who does the above will get chorus. If Kiddushin hasn't taken effect, what's the chorus? Okay, so if you married one woman and then you slept with her sister, okay, or married her sister and slept with her, then you've done one of our rights and you get chorus. But if you try to marry two sisters at once, or a woman and a daughter at once, and Rami Bahamad just says from the Pasuk, nothing happens, then why do you get chorus for sleeping with one of them? You've done others, so that can't be shut in the Pasuk. So, the Pasuk is dealing with a case where you married one after the other. That's what it's saying. You married a woman, you can't marry a sister. If you would come along and marry and sleep with her sister, you would get chorus. But again, according to Rami, the explanation of the Mishnah, we'll see this more now. If you try to marry two sisters at once, or a woman and a daughter at once, and then slept with one of them, that's not correct, because you weren't married to her sister or her mother. And just important to note, I've mentioned Mary, as if you've got to look in each of the different Isurim, uh, Mamzer, Nesin, Arayos, is the Isur to be married to them, or the Isur to sleep with them, and is the Isur only to sleep with them in the context of marriage? Uh, if you slept with one sister, would you, out of wedlock, would you be allowed to go marry another, the other sister, or, you know, something like that. It's only, so that you just have to be aware when you're discussing that around. Okay, Elomarabha, sorry, Umanisin, what's our, what principle is our Mishnah based on? Because Rabba, Rabba, to Omarabha, Kulsha, Enem, Zeh, Chazer, Akhidu, Bavah, Chazer, Achaz, Enom. Rabba's principle, anything that cannot be performed one after the other cannot be performed at the same time. And Rashi says, it's a, as far it's a logic, so since you could not marry the second sister after marrying the first sister, when you try and marry them, so you can't do one after the other, you also can't do it at the same time. Carrying on, the Gomorrah says, um, now we're going to analyze this teaching of Rabbah. So, Rabbah said that anything that cannot occur once take effect one after the other cannot occur at the same time. I see by a buyer, by challenged him. What happens if someone separates too much master payros? So instead of separating 10% of his produce as master, he separates 20% as his produce as master. So payros of metukonium, the remaining 80%. Is metukan, it's fixed. It's not maser anymore and you can eat it. However, umasra sov his maser is ruined. Why is his maser ruined? Because it's a mixture. 10% of it is maser and 10% is tevel. 10% of it never had maser separated on its behalf. So you've got a mixture of tevel and maser. Isn't it uh, variable? Don't you? Truma, you can choose. Maser is 10%. Really? Isn't it approximately 10%? Uh, I mean, so you can ask, well, how are you going to be so precise? You're always going to be either 9.8% or if you're lucky, uh, 10, uh, um, you know, 10.2%. How are you going to be exactly 10%? But okay, that's a different stuff, but it's, you're supposed to be precise, obviously, to, uh, within, within reason. I thought, it, I thought it was like, 
Maybe that's another context where you can give extra or, or less. Truma you can choose. How much um, you, you can give one dorais, you can give one grain as truma, or you can give most, if not all, of your grain as truma. Okay. Okay, so but Mahasir has to be 10%. So you separate 20%, um, half the 10% of it is Mahasir, and 10, of, of your power that you separated as Mahasir, you've done that. We should say anything that does not take effect one after the other should not take effect. At the same time, now what would happen if you went to your pile of grain, you took 10% as master, I'm ignoring two of them, you took 10% of master, then you took another 10% and said this is master. What's that? That second 10% is nothing, it's regular grain. So when you come and take 20% at the same time, we should say, you've done nothing. Because you what anything you can't do one after the other, so the second 10% would not take effect as master, you shouldn't be able to affect master at 20% at the same time. So on my lay, Rabbi answered by a shiny maaser to asil chetzoyim. Nah, maaser does work because you can do it in parts. Tiyomar is actually palga palga dechite. If you say, sep, I want to sanctify half of each wheat. Kodcha takes effect, and you can do maaser in bits and pieces. So therefore, it doesn't fall into the regular category of. Um, Um, yeah, when you separate 20% at once, theoretically, Maser could take effect on each of those wheats if you had said half of each wheat or something like that. And therefore, it's not really, um, again, unlike Kedushin, which can't take effect on part of a woman. Okay, so he says, Wait, what about Maser Bahima? There's no Chetzoy. And you also can't separate a Maser Bahima one after the other. Why? What's Master Bahima? Remember, you have your hundred new lands born that year, so you run them through a gate, um, and every tenth one you mark with paint, and that one's Master. You count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You mark that's Master. What happens if you say the tenth is Master, and then you say the eleventh is Master? The eleventh is nothing. It's a regular animal. So there's not Zeachazer. You also can't make half an animal Master. If you put five cards in the front, it's Master. Yeah. And Rabba says, What happens if two squeezed out the gate, at, so you count it to nine, and then two squeezed out the gate at the same time? And you call them ten. The tenth and the eleventh are mixed together. Uh, they, the one, as we'll, we'll see shortly, why now? But the one's Maser and the one's Shlomim, and it's not clear which one's which. Well, you don't know which one's which because they ran out at the same time. So, what do we see? Rabbi, you came along and said anything that cannot take effect one after the other cannot take effect at the same time. Here we see these animals cannot take effect one after the other. Once you call the tenth one ten, you can't call the eleventh one ten. Doesn't take effect. But here we seem to be saying it does take effect. At the same time. So the command says, no, shiny maaser behemoth, maaser behemoth is different. The isya betoot, because we know it can take effect under mistaken premises. I, you can have maaser take in effect one after the other if it's done in a mistaken way. We'll see soon. So there is a time when maaser behemoth can take effect one after the other. So when is that? The time is we learn to the Mishnah. You got mixed up in your counting, got a bit flustered. These animals were racing through the gate, and uh, 
making a noise and you got a bit flustered. So, Koro Latishi Asiri, you call the ninth one ten. Well, Asiri Tishi, so then you try to repair your mistakes, so you call the tenth one nine. And then you, now you've lost track. So you call the eleventh one ten. Shloishton Mekudosh, and they all become Kadosh. So we see again, as I said, there is a Zeachazeh. From 1 to 10 is Kodosh, from 10 to... From 9, 9 10 and 11 all become Kodosh. Each so different types of Kodosh and stuff, yeah. They're different Karbonos, but they're all Kodosh. Um, so, again, this is not okay. Maaseh Bahema, okay. and this is learned out from Sukkim. So Maaseh Bahema is a case where you do have Zeachazeh. Not in all co- contexts, but in certain contexts you do have the so therefore it can take effect at the same time. So okay, fine, so fine, that's fine. Hare Toida, but what about Toida? The Toida is a sacrifice. We know you bring for certain things when you thanks when you have one is to show thanks to Hashem. Other is, uh, depends. Is it certain miracles that happen? You know, like when you cross the desert to recover from a sick. Pardon? Just you have an obligation to. I don't know if it sounds right, so you have an obligation to thank Hashem and bring a korban toid in certain circumstances. So, why, and, um, and you bring 40 loaves with the korban toida. So now, hare toida delay sabotage. The toida loaves do not become sanctified through a mistake. And you also can't make loaves of the toida sanctified one after the other. If you sanctified 40 loaves, can't go along and sanctify another 40 loaves. Nothing happens to those second set of 40 loaves. The itmar, and it's been taught, if you have a toida shechter on 80 loaves, so, okay, yeah, let me go back there. What makes the loaves kodosh? So you bring them with your animal, and when you shech the animal as the korban, the loaves become kodosh. So what happens if the owner shechs his, or he gets the coin to shech the lamb for him, the animal for him, over 80 loaves? So Chizkiah Omar Kodshela Arpai Mitoy Shloishim. Chizkiah says 40 of the 80 become Kodosh. For Rabbi Yochanan, Amar Loi Kodshi Lo Arpai Mitoy Shmonim. And Rabbi Yochanan says no, 40 of the 80 do not become Kodosh. Now, at the moment we're going to assume that the Halacha is like Chizkiah because he's the Rebbe. And uh, yeah, and therefore. Um, Chizkiah says that 40 do become. Now, if you sanctify 80 at the same time, none should become Kodosh because you can't sanctify 40 after you've sanctified 40. So it says, Everyone agrees that if you said, I want 40 of the 80 loaves to be sanctified, they become sanctified. If the person says, I don't want any of the 40 to become sanctified unless all 80 become, none of them become sanctified. Where is the Machloikes Chizkiah and Rabbi Yochran? And we'll see this as then has nothing to do with our teaching of Rabbah. It where he does it unspecified. The one else was, he bring in 80 loaves. So he has 40 as a backup. Something happens to the first 40 or some of the loaves, he has a backup. So there, and the other opinion holds. No, his intent is for a large korban. So Rechizkiah holds 
that he really only wants to sanctify 40. He just has the other 40 as a backup. So therefore 40 becomes sanctified. Rabbi Yochanan holds no. When he brings 80 loaves, he means to bring a bigger carbon. And that's why Rabbi Yochanan says none take become Korosh. But hey, Chizkiah, the one who was a problem to us, is not discussing where you tried to make them all Korosh. It's where you only ever wanted to make 40 Korosh. So it's not a contradiction on Rabba and Rabbi Yochanan also fits with the fits with Rabba. So uh, this principle of Rabba stands. Again, what's Rabba's principle? Anything that cannot take effect one after the other cannot take effect at the same time. We've asked a few kashas on that and we've refined it. You know, if it could take effect in part or if it could take effect under a mistaken premise or it sometimes could take effect uh, yeah, one after the other, things like that, then Rabba's rule wouldn't apply, but Rabba's general rule, and anything that could not take effect one after the other cannot take effect again, and that explains our Mishnah. Now the Gemara's Barova. Back to Rava. Lama Lele Shnuya Why did Rava, Rava have to explain the Mishnah like Rava? Like Rabba, because Rava has another teaching, and this is what we're going to discuss now, but basically Rava learns that for Kiddushin to be valid, it has to be able to be followed with beer. If it can't be followed by beer, then the Kiddushin is not valid. So Nothing like happens. Well, we know that you, it doesn't have to be that mild. We have a time, but, uh, yeah, yeah. but again, if you marry, so if you marry one of two sisters, according to Rava, Rava and you're not sure which one you married, well, I mean, we'll discuss the exact scenario coming up in the sugi, but you're not sure which one you married. You can't sleep with either of them because it might be the sister of your wife. So therefore, according to you don't have to come on to any fancy principle, anything that could not take effect at the same time. It could not take effect one after the other. It doesn't even take effect at the same time. Just say, even if it does take effect, it's a kiddushin that can't lead to beer, and therefore, it's not a valid kiddushin. So why did Rav have to come on to Rabbah's principle? He says, no. Yeah, that's what he says. He says, Explain that it's Kiddushin that cannot lead to beer. So he answers, no. He wanted to explain that according to Rami Barakama. Maybe Rami Barakama doesn't agree with his opinion. Um, that Kiddushin Sha'ein Masurin Labia is not considered a Kiddushin. Maybe he holds it is a Kiddushin. Oh, then how's he going to explain the Mishnah? If you hold that can be a Kiddushin, how are you going to explain the Mishnah? So that's where Rav explains. Look at Rabba's principle. Anything that can happen, cannot happen one after the other, cannot happen at the same time. Just, Tosos explains the Svara of this, which is the next subject we're going to discuss in detail now. So let's see the Tosos are at the, well, it's the only Tosos on the page. So it says, Kiddushin Sha'in Masurin Labia, Rav Amar Lo Hava Kiddushin. It says, Parish Bakuntra still Siv Uba Allah. Rashi says it's based on the Posse where it says, Uba Allah. It has to be a Kiddushin that is fit for beer. Now, Vakasha, that's very difficult. The Kiddushin is not appropriate fitting for beer, and Kiddushin does take effect. A Kohen marrying a Grusha, or a Yisrael marrying a Mamzer. We know Kiddushin takes effect, but it's not fit for beer because. It's a negative commandment to sleep with that woman. So Rashi, so Tosus is saying Rashi's explanation that a kiddushin that is not fit for beer is an invalid kiddushin. That way of explaining it doesn't work. Like kach nirel 
Therefore, it appears what's the correct explanation of Kiddushin Shein Musurin Nabiya? Kaloimar means to say, She Isur Habiya Al Yadei HaKiddushin. The beer is becomes also because of Kiddushin. Behind the the Kiddush Achash Mishnayachoyus, for example, when he marries one of two sisters, Bistam, without specifying which one, Shemikoidem HaKiddushin Hoysa Kol Achas Mehem Muteret. Before the Kiddushin, each one of them was permitted to him. And now, because of the Kiddushin, both of them become Asur. But what makes it forbidden to be with Bia? Not the Kiddushin. Even before she was Asur in Bia. Just as after Kiddushin. So it's very interesting. I guess Kiddushin, maybe we can phrase it like this Kiddushin generally creates. A permission. Generally, you do Kiddushin so you can have beer. Otherwise, beer is also made in Israel, so you can debate that, but that's Kiddushin generally. Here, the Kiddushin itself is what creates the Isur. That's where it's a Kiddushin, that we, that's where we say Kiddushin Sha'ain Masurin Nabiya is Lohave Kiddushin. But in a case where it's not the Kiddushin itself creating the Isur, the Isur is already there for a coin to sleep with the Grusha. Is already there. The Kiddushin is not changing anything. Or for Yisrael to be with the Mamzer, or whatever, any of the negative commandments, the Kiddushin is not changing anything, that would not be. So that's an important for how Tosos explained this Kiddushin, Shemesurin, Nebiyat, where the Kiddushin created the Yisrael. Now, now the Gemara is going to, so, so therefore the Gemara says, Itmar, Kiddushin, Shemesurin, Nebiyat, Abaya Omar, Havi Kiddushin, Rava Omar, Lo Havi Kiddushin. Rava says it is a Kiddushin, and Rava says it's not a Kiddushin. And Omar Rava Barahina is very late. Rava says, Barahina brought me a Tomorrow for this is ki kach ishi shal ba'alok kiddushin. When a man takes a woman, u ba'alok kiddushin. I'm a surin the boy. I have a kiddushin. Kiddushin. I'm a surin the boy. I have a kiddushin. On the surface reading of this pasuk, a kiddushin. It says when you take a woman and have beer, I. Your taking of a woman, your marrying a woman, has to be able to lead to beer. Obviously, a buyer is going to read that pasuk differently, but that's how Rava understands it according to Barahine. Now, now we're going to challenge this opinion of Rava. That's what we're going to spend today's stuff doing, and we're going to spend tomorrow's stuff. And interesting enough, we know we have a rule generally in Shas, we always pass in like Rava. Mm-hmm. Except this is uh, one of the Ya'al Kagam, the six cases where we pass in. It's an acronym for six cases in Shas, where we pass in like a buyer over Rava. The second of Kagam is Kiddushin Hamasurin Nabiya. So this is one of the cases that we're going to pass in like a buyer over Rava. So I've already ruined the, what's it, uh, given a spoiler. Um, but let's see the proofs <coughs> as we go through Shas. So, if a man marries a woman and her daughter or a woman and her sister at once, they are not married. But if you marry one of a woman and her daughter, or a woman and her sister, then you are married. Well, what's happening here? Instead of going, you two are married to me with this, you're going, yeah? One of you are married to me. And afterwards he marries the other. No, no, not afterwards he marries the other. No, no. He just goes to two sisters and he says, one of you are married to me. Uh, now that is mashma. It doesn't say which one. So that's mashma from our Mishnah that it's a good Kiddushin. 
Why is it a good kiddushin? Because Amisha says, if you try to marry both of them at once, it doesn't work. Implying that if you try to marry one of them, it does work. But if you say to two women, one of you is married to me, you don't know which one you've married. Which sister have you married? So according to Robert, it should not work. Tiyufta, the Robert is not married. Don't marry the other one. Yeah. But according to Robert, it still shouldn't work because you can't sleep with either of them because you don't know which sister you married. Do you see that? You said to two sisters, one of you is married to me. You don't know which sister you married, so you can't sleep with the other because it might be the sister of your wife. So according to Robert, it shouldn't work. Do you have to do Robert? This is a rejection of Robert. No. Robert will tell you, according to your understanding, I'm a safer. The safer gets very tricky. says, if you had, there was an incident with the Bible, and amongst them were two sisters, gathered a, ba- a bag of dates, a basket of dates that belonged to them, and it was of Shvi's. And he says, Behold, all of you are married to you, to me, but with this basket. And the Chachomim say the two sisters are not married. That implies that it's the two sisters are the only ones who are of that group of five women. The two sisters aren't married, but the other three are. It says now, Hechidami, what's the case? If you're going to say, he said, all of you, I here's this basket for all of you to be married to me. It says, That's like saying to someone, let you and your donkey acquire this. We know if someone says, I want you and your donkey to acquire this, it doesn't work. You go to your friend and you say, oh, here's a gift for you and your dog. It's not an effective gift because a dog can't acquire anything. So therefore, so it's the same thing. Here, we, again, it's not the same. So to here, when he goes to, he says, I want to marry all five of you. And it's impossible for him to marry two of them because they're sisters. Well, then it shouldn't take effect, the kiddushin. So So the case of the Mishnah must be where he said, I want to marry one of the five of you. And it teaches that the sisters are not married. Now what do we see? This is a support for Rava. Because according to Abaya, why aren't one of the sisters maybe his wife? Each, again, of the three women, we know clearly why one of them is married to him. Mm-hmm. But of the two sisters, why isn't one of them married to him? According to Abaya, nothing wrong. You go to a group of women, or you go to two sisters, and you say, one of you is married to me with this basket of uh, fruit. It's a good kiddushin. It's ain't Masuri Nabiya, but it's a good kiddushin. Must be, a robber saying from the Sefer, it seems a good proof that if it's Khan Masuri Nabiya, it's not a good kiddushin. And that's why neither of the sisters have to worry that they married to the sky. She's not a robber, Kasha, Rasha, Labai, Kasha, Sefer. Okay, so according to robber, the Rasha of the Mishnah is difficult. According to Abai, the Sefer of the Mishnah is difficult. So Abai is Matarius, the time of Robber, Matarius, the time of the leaks to explain the Mishnah. Almost edit the Mishnah to fit with their opinion. Abayim and Tari Zatayma. Abayim says as follows: Hamakadesh ishu bita oy ishu vachoy sekachas. If a man, again, this is the first part of the mission. If someone marries a woman and a daughter, or a woman and a sister at once, einun mukudeshes, they're not married. Ha'achas me ishu bita, or achas me ishu vachoy If he marries one of a woman and a daughter, or one of a woman and a sister, he says, well, then it is a good kiddushin. Oh. If he says, the one who is 
fit for beer. Einer achuyos mekudesh is then sist. Einer achuyos mekudesh. I'm changing the gears a little bit. Einer achuyos mekudesh is the sisters would not be married. Umase nami bechamesh noshim. And there was a case with five women of behem shtay achuyos. And the minds them were two sisters. Velikate. He gathered his basket and he said, The one that is fit to me is married to me. The sisters are not married. So, what's up by? He's editing the safer to basically be a case of where a person says, The one of you that is ruined to be is married to me. If it's to just two sisters, or if it's two sisters, Mike's a group, neither of them are Ruiyalabia, so therefore it's not a good condition. But in a standard case, it doesn't have to be Ruiyalabia for it to be a good condition. That's how a pilot. Rava Matarish Time Rava explains the Mishnah according to his understanding. If a man marries one of a woman and his daughter, or one of a woman and her sister, it's as if he tried to marry a woman and a daughter, a woman and a sister at once. I said, that's he's adding in the kami. It's as if he tried to do it at once. The Ainon Mekudeshes and therefore Kiddushin will not take effect. And then he reads the Sefer exactly uh, straightforward. Um, so he goes to five women and he says, Behold, one of you are married to me, including one of the two sisters. Say that the sisters are not married. Because again, at face value, you can't perform a kiddushin on that's Ein Masrin. Yes, if you marry one of two sisters, it does not take effect. Okay, so Abai and Robert both adjust them. Abai adjusts the safer, Robert adjusts the ratio so that it fits with them. But we don't have a clear way either. So next, proof. But just again, what are we looking for? Robert, just to keep it in the forefront of our mind. Robert holds if you do Kiddushin, and that Kiddushin can never lead to beer. It's a, it's it's not a it's an invalid condition. Nothing happens. It's like trying to marry your sister. So Toshma, so come in here. I'm If someone accepts kiddushin for their daughter, I don't specify which daughter. Ein habugeres bichlal. The adult daughters are not included. Ho katanos bichlal. That implies the younger daughters are included. I am man comes to a. He goes, can I marry one of your daughters? And he says, yes, yeah, sure, and he accepts Kiddushin. Mm. So any of the daughters over 12 and a half, over an hour, are not married because it's not in the father's power to accept Kiddushin. But of the younger daughters, one of them is married. That's what it implies. It says, by my Kiddushin, but this is a Kiddushin that can never lead to beer, which is a rejection of Rava, because this man has six daughters, three of them over 12 and a half, three of them under 12 and a half, the three, now which one of them, this, the, the groom can't be with any of the daughters because it might be the sister of the wife he married. So, it's a, so it must be a rejection of Robert. It says, Robert tells, you know, Now the case is where the man has only one adult daughter and one young daughter. But doesn't it teach the adult daughters? I, the father's not accepting Kiddushin of the adult daughters. And we can assume then it means the younger daughters. 
says, no, my bogros, bogros ba'alma. It means adult daughters in general. I, um, I'm just trying to think. When we speak about... It would be the same as saying men who perform Kiddushin. We're not saying that every man does it. We're saying of the man of men. Um, I'm just trying to think. In, in, in a general case, adult, a father would not be accepting um, Kiddushin for his adult daughters. Or, no, let me rephrase it. Adult, <coughs> a father would not be accepting Kiddushin for adult daughters. Mm-hmm. Not that he has many daughters, but that not for adult daughters. He says, oh, well, then that's not obvious. This guy has two daughters, an adult and a younger one, and he accepts Kiddushin. Obviously, it's on behalf of the younger daughter. What's the mission of Jesus? So now, what we're dealing with, the Shavisa is Shliach, where the older daughter asked the father to be a Shliach. She said, Dad, uh, if you meet someone else, accept Kiddushin on my behalf. Mm-hmm. says, Maudetayim, you might have thought, So when this man accepts Kiddushin on behalf of one of his daughters, maybe it's his older daughter. So Kamashmanan is coming to teach us, a person's not going to leave where he gets benefit. Right. He has a choice of accepting Kiddushin for his adult daughter, his younger daughter. He's obviously going to accept it for his younger daughter because he gets the Kiddushin money. But couldn't it be a case where the adult daughter said, and you can keep, so when he gives you the ring, the gold ring for my kiddushin, you can keep it? Nevertheless, still, a person is not going to leave a mitzvah that is incumbent on him. That's his responsibility. For a mitzvah, that is not his responsibility. Ah, if he has the option of accepting Kiddushin for his younger daughter, his older daughter, we can always assume it's for his younger daughter, even if his older daughters ask him to do it for him. Okay, where it's not a choice, that's where he would be accepting for his older daughter. Um, but again, this is no proof against Rava, because it's not a case where a man's accepting Kiddushin for one of his younger daughters. It's a case where the man only has one younger daughter. Okay, Toshma, come in here, let's try and bring another proof. Man has two sets of daughters from two women. So what happened, yeah? He married a woman. He had uh, five daughters with her. Then, sadly, his wife passed away. They got divorced. So he married a second woman and had another five daughters with the second woman. So he accepts Kiddushit for his Biti Hagadola, his elder daughter. But now we don't know. That could mean three things, this, his older daughter. He says, Does he mean the, literally the oldest of the oldest? Maybe it means the oldest of his younger set, I of his second wife. Or thirdly, It could mean the youngest one of the oldest group because he's older than... All the daughters from his second wife. So Kulon Asuras Chutzmi Katana Shebekatanos, they are all forbidden to him except for the youngest of the youngest. Divrei Rivimer, that's Rivimer's opinion. Now this is a <coughs> this is a question on Rava. Why is it a question on Rava? Because we're assuming that the Kiddushin takes effect on one of the daughters, yeah. even though. Why? We're saying we don't know which of the, which of the daughters it is, but we're saying kiddushin does take effect, except on the youngest youngest. But now to say kiddushin takes effect, it's a kiddushin that is ainu in the beer because he could never be with this man who, who the father accepted kiddushin for his 
older daughter doesn't know which of the daughters it is, so it's never Masur Libya, so it's a Kasha Rava. So the Gemara answers now, Hachab Amaskin, and what we're dealing with here, Keshehukru Ulabasofnis Avru, where he knew which one, and then they got mixed up. I wasn't, I wasn't sure how you found such a case, but somehow what happened here is the man accepted Kitushin for a specific daughter, and then they became, the confusion arose, was it for his elder daughter? And he knew which one he was talking about at the time when he accepted the Kiddushin, and then confusion arose. Was it the eldest of the younger set? Was it the oldest, literally his eldest daughter? Was it one of the one of the elder daughters and not the younger daughter? But he definitely, at the time when the Kiddushin took effect, it was Masuri Nabir because they knew exactly who it was, so the Kiddushin took effect. Even though a few minutes later they weren't sure anymore. Says, yeah, as I said, I couldn't think of how you mix up your daughters. <laughs> but that, that happened. He knew when he accepted the Kiddushin. And again, and then it's a good Kiddushin. At the time of the Kiddushin, it was a good Kiddushin. The Sophic only arose later. It says, and Tani, you can actually read this in the Mishnah. If you read the Mishnah carefully, you can deduce this. Why? Diktaniya teaches, Aniyodeya. I don't know. I now I don't know. The Loiktani, Aniyodua. It was never known. Shmamina. It's not a sophic from the outset. There was a good kiddushin, and then the sophic arose. Oh, well, then what's the kiddush? Oh, what's, it, what's this mission coming to teach us? Oh, you did kiddushin, and then you're not sure which one of them you did kiddushin to. Well, obviously, you can't be with any of them. Says no, now full case Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi is teaching this to exclude from Rabbi Yossi to Amar Lomachis in his Nafshi Lasophic. A person's not going to do something that would leave him open to such a confusion or a doubt. Therefore, every man is coming to teach us. A person might do something that will lead him to a doubt, leave him hanging. Um, what Rabbi Yossi holds, I mean, we'll get to this Mishnah later on. Rabbi Yossi basically holds a person's not going to phrase the Kiddushin, even though it will be a valid Kiddushin at the time, when it will leave him open to this doubt a bit later. So if he said the eldest, basically, according to Rabbi Yossi, he would mean literally the eldest, or he would have only done it in a way that's very clear which one. Okay, but either way, we still don't have a proof, one way or the other, for this machloikas of iron robber. So let's see the nefru. Toshma mishe kiddesh achas mishtei achuyas. For any day, ezem kiddesh. Nosan get lezu, forget lezu. If someone marries one of two sisters and he doesn't know which one he marries, he has to give a get to both of them. Now this seems again, seems like a proof for a buyer, because according to Rava, if he accepted Kiddushin and he doesn't know which sister, well then it shouldn't be a good Kiddushin. So why would I then need a get? In other cases where he knew which one, and then they got mixed up. And you can deduce this, because it says, I don't know. Ain't sorry, ain't no your daya, and that I they don't know now. But like Tani, ain't no your doer, and it doesn't teach. It was never known. Or yari maila maimer. If that's the case, what's it coming to teach us? No safer We need it for the safer. So so you're right. That case is obvious. If a man marries one or two sisters, and then he's not sure which one he married. So again, when he did kiddushin, he knew which one he was marrying, but then he became uncertain. Again, I'm not sure how that exactly happens. Uh, but either way, that, that did happen. 
then what's the novelty that he has to give a get to both of them? He says, he says, no, we need it for later on. It says, Mace law. Mace, the law ach echod. If he dies and there's only one brother, that brother has to do chalitza to both of them. Why is this? So again, you have this man who did a good, according did a good kiddushin. Now he just doesn't know which of the two women he's married to, and then he dies. So his brother has to do chalitza to both of them. Now why can't he do yibum to the one? Because so firstly, we have to go back to him. Firstly, when a couple, when the, this woman, the Yavama and the Yavama, have what's called a zika, a bond, you're not allowed to marry the sister of a woman that you have a bond to. That's the one. I think that's only the Rabbanan, but I don't remember. And then, once you've done Chalitza to her, you're not allowed to marry the sister of, this is definitely only Rabban, you're not allowed to marry the sister of a woman you did Chalitza to. So you have, you can't marry the first one because you might have, or do, Yibum slash marriage to the first one because you might have a Zika to the second one. So you have to do Chalitza to her. Once you've done Chalitza to her, well then, you can't marry the second one because she's Achos Chalutzas, or the sister of the one you did Chalitza to. But you have to do Yibum to the second one. No, so you have to do Chalitza to both of them. Because again, when you do Chalitza to the first one, the second one is the sister of a woman you did Chalitza to, or might be a Sofek of the sister you did Chalitza to. Like to get. Yeah, kind of. But not, not, with the, not for the same reason. Yeah. Then he says, What happens if the deceased brother had two brothers? So, the one can do chalitza and the one can do yibum. If he jumped the gun and he did yibum, the first one did yibum, so they both went and did yibum, you don't make them get divorced. But now we bring out the point. The first one should do chalitza first, and then the second one should do yibum. But he should not first do yibum, and then the second brother do chalitza. Because he's encroaching on, as he said, achazukukasa. So, again, let, let's just see the, the case that ideal and would work. Again, you have a man, he's married to one or two sisters. And then he dies. So he's two brothers. The first brother should do chalitza to one of the women. Mm-hmm. And then the second brother can do, can do yibum to the second one. The first one does chalitza. If it's the right one that he did chalitza to, well, then the other brothers allow to marry the second one because... It was never his brother's wife. If the first one did chalitza and it turns out it was to the wrong one, well, the second one's then doing yibum to his brother's wife, which is fine. That's why that order's fine. But the order the other way around is a problem. Again, basically, as we mentioned, where there's only one brother. If the first brother does yibum, he might be marrying the sister of a woman he has a zikr to. That's Pogabachos Kukoso. Sounds. And therefore, he should not be allowed to do that. 
Um, so this mission is coming to teach us the order. Again, we're holding in the middle of the sugi. We'll, we'll finish it off tomorrow. But kiddushin sha'im nesurim nebiyah. Is it a kiddushin? Again, as we learned according to Toysius, the spora for that is where it's the kiddushin itself that creates the isur. Mm-hmm. Where they will also because of mamzer before or after kiddushin, there's no change in the isur. That's not what Robert would call a kiddushin sha'im nesurim nebiyah. It's where the kiddushin creates it. Um, Classic scenario, a man goes up to two sisters and says, one of you are married to me. That Kiddushin makes, if he would have proposed to one of them, he could have married them and it would have been fine. But because he proposed to both of them saying, one of you and I doesn't know which one, he's created the Isur. And therefore, Kunturava, it's an invalid Kiddushin she would not need to get. Abaya, it's still a good Kiddushin. We've tried to prove one way or the other, but Rava's had a good defense. Abaya's had to defend himself once from the Sefer of Al-Mishnah, and Rava's had to defend himself along the way, but he has managed to so far.